Welcome to Seeking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and thank you for joining me today. On today's podcast, I will discuss Ozempic. Now you're probably wondering, um, what in the world is Ozempic? Well, take a look at the title for today's episode, and that will definitely give you a big hint. Ozempic, I wanted to share some allegations that have been centered around Ozempic. So here goes nothing. I want you guys to remember that and highlight the fact that these are allegations. I said allegations. I don't know it's true. I don't know it's false. All I know is these are allegations. Um, so Ozempic allegedly is one of the best weight loss drugs and it was prescribed to many people by their doctors in the 90s. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those drugs where, you know, people were described and then like some study or something came out and revealed that like Ozempic was hurting its clients and that's usually the case with a lot of like drugs or like weight loss practices and you know what else is a scary thought like knowing that some of our norms or practices right now that um like will be condemned in the future and looked at as like primitive or appalling or disgusting or like crazy like a lot of our norms today maybe even medications practices health um health messages things like that like a lot of them are going to be looked back maybe not even like you know, like maybe in 10 years like some study will come out and be like well actually um you guys have been doing it like really wrong like that's kind of scary also rumor has it that ozempic is what kim k like what helped kim k lose weight when she wore the marilyn monroe dress i don't know if that's true um, but then again, it is Hollywood, and I feel like a lot of, like, sketchy things go on in Hollywood, and, like, the fact that she, like, lost weight for a dress is honestly crazy to me, but, um, then again, it's a dress where, like, it couldn't be altered because they wanted to keep it as the original, but Kim K herself said that she had, like, restricted her diet in order to fit the dress, um, <laughs> maybe she did? Maybe she didn't. Maybe she used a drug. Maybe she didn't. And it's hard to know what's true and what isn't true. But, yeah. Also, allegedly, Ozempic can um, also reduce the risk of cardiovascular diseases for people with um, diabetes. Um, That's allegedly. That's, we don't know if it's true or false. Also, allegedly, a lot of Hollywood stars have been buying this drug, which has created a shortage which has affected diabetics who genuinely need this drug. Um, I will say that one thing I know for a fact is there are diabetic people who do use this drug for health purposes. And um, allegedly, a lot of Hollywood stars are buying these, not for medical use, but for their own personal use to lose weight. And that's affecting people who genuinely do need this drug. Um... I feel like Ozempic is one of those drugs that, like, um, it has its own use and purpose, and it generally does help people, but its main use or the use it's used for more is the wrong use, if that makes any sense. Like, opioids, um, you know, in a state like Ohio, opioids are heavily misused, but 
opioids, their, their purpose is to help people with extreme pain. But when you think opioids, you don't really think, oh, someone needs it because of pain. Someone, people mainly use it, like abuse that drug is its main known use. But it's, it's the use it was, it was made for is definitely not to be misused or abused. And honestly, if the whole Ozempic thing is true about Hollywood stars buying it and affecting um, people with diabetes who actually need this drug, like, that's really sad. Because then they're just abusing the drug and they don't even need it in the first place. But this next piece of information is confirmed. Um, Elon Musk was asked how he lost weight and he admitted that he used Ozempic. And um, Elon Musk is one of those, like, celebrities that has a lot of influence and i mean if he used it to lose weight i'm sure there's a lot of people in hollywood who actually use it to lose weight but then again it's all allegedly except for the elon musk part but yeah it's all alleged so rumor has it and that's what the rumor has today So, I've seen the drug Ozempic on an ad for medicine for those with diabetes, and it was one of those ads that's, like, very memorable and simple because it had a song. It was something like, oh, 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 Ozempic. But come to find out, this, like, drug has, like, a history of its own. Because I've, I heard this, I've heard this ad so many times, I didn't even know that it had its own history. So, Ozempic has gained attention because of celebrities that have admitted or have been allegedly using this drug to lose weight. The FDA approved this medicine for diabetes in 2017. By the way, this is an an injectable, so you inject it inside you. So then in 2021, the FDA approved a drug with a higher dose of the active ingredient in Ozempic called semaglutide to treat obesity under a brand name called WeGubby. But it should be highlighted that the FDA did not approve Ozempic for weight loss. The FDA has listed both Ozempic and Wegovy on the list of medications in short supply. But it's not uncommon for doctors to prescribe medications for off-the-label use or for a totally different purpose than what the medication is intended to do, which is a reality that is very scary. Like, there are crooks in the health industry who are looking to get a buck in any way they can even if it goes against everything they have been taught and every value they have promised to uphold. Ozempic has been prescribed for those who are in no way diabetic. But you're probably wondering how this drug works. Guys, this is me being edu- This is me being, (laughs) I would say educated. This is me learning stuff too. So I'm not in no way advertising the use of this drug Unless it's been prescribed to you by your doctor for the right reason. But I'm not, I hope this is like, this is not a promotional at all. I just, this is me educating you guys on what I know or what I've learned. Um, so Zumpic and WeGovy are both designed to be injected once a week in the stomach, thigh, or arm. Me personally, I've shared this before. I hate needles and to this day, if I'm getting a shot, I need to distract myself because the second I see the length of the needle, my heart rate goes up and I'll probably chicken out. But back to Ozempic. So you you inject it, you inject it in your stomach, thigh, or arm. 
Um, so the ingredient semaglutide lowers blood sugar levels and regulates insulin, which is crucial for people with type 2 diabetes. So this drug mimics a hormone called glucagon-like peptide 1, which we produce in our intestines. It limits appetite by telling our bodies that we are full and prompts our stomachs to empty more slowly, which makes you feel fuller longer. The scariest part about this drug is that it's being used, but not much research has been done on it and its side effects. Taping Zempic has its own side effects, and here are some. Pancreatitis, which is inflammation of the pancreas. Vision changes. Hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar. Kidney problems. Allergic reactions. Gallbladder problems. Thyroid tumors or cancer. And these are just some of the side effects. There could be more. So, in short, Ozempic is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly um, for people with di- diabetes. That's the only use it should be used for. Is it used for other reasons? Absolutely. My personal opinion on this whole thing is, um, like, I see, like, I'm not condoning it. I in no way agree. But I see why people would use it for weight loss. It, it's a drug that makes you feel hungrier, fuller. And I feel like when it comes to weight loss, there's so much controversy on whether you should be allowed to, like, use drugs or not. In my honest, humble opinion, I think that the natural way of losing weight is so much healthier, so much better. Um, plus, like, quick, easy results, they they don't last. And you're not going to get that feeling of, like, oh, I worked towards this. Oh, I feel some type of accomplishment it won't make you appreciate like the journey is the coolest part of any destination it's not just getting to the destination the journey itself really is important and so if your journey is just a pill I mean for some people that's the only thing that they can do I get that but like if the journey is just a pill like at that point did you work for it did you want it that bad I don't know and I mean, taking taking drugs in general that you don't need, it just harms your body in so many ways. Um, and we should take care of our bodies if we really want to live a long, happy life. And taking unnecessary drugs is in no way good for for us. And it's also sad that like it's in short, like it's the this drug is in a shortage. Because there's people out there who genuinely need it for medical reasons, and they're being affected by people who don't need it at all. That's my take on it. But yeah, I didn't really have much to say about this drug and drugs in general, because I didn't want to highlight too much on drugs, but I just wanted to share that, because I learned that recently, and I read more about it, and I was like, why not share it? So yeah. So this is the shout out of the week and the shout out of the week is Fave, spelled F-A-V-E. Fave has been on my radar for a while and I'm so glad I found her music. She has a deep, beautiful tone and she can rap, but she doesn't rap much on her music, which I'm hoping she'll do more of. And her rap style is more kind of like sing rap. Um, If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. But here is Fave according to Spotify. Just before internet fame in 2020, Fave, 
was just a 19-year-old singer-songwriter pursuing a law degree belted with only one single called M-O-M-M-S. Although her career has seen her dabble around genres including dance hall, afropop, afrobeats, dance, R&B, Faith largely considers herself a pop girl. Her unique poetic approach to writing prioritizes vulnerability accompanied by vivid plot conveying a whirlwind of emotions often on groovy beat drops or high tempo drum progressions. Fave has been uh, touted by several boards as the future of Afrobeats. In 2022, months after her chart-topping debut hit record, Baby Rhythm, she won the Rookie of the Year at the prestigious Hedy's Award, also scoring multiple Best New Artist and Most Promising Artist nominations at Afrima Awards, Afrima Awards, some people pronounce it that way, and also Sound City Music Video Award, respectively. So she, in short, has been nominated and won multiple awards. A lot of these are like African music awards and European ones. So you guys should check her out because she has been making moves. And she recently, like her most recent big feature has been on Davido's album Timeless on a track called Kante. And she has featured on a recent Bridgerton music project of the remake of the song African Queen. And um, the remake was actually really beautiful. I didn't really expect that, to be honest. And I'm excited to see where Faye will go and witness her grow into an artist because she has a lot of potential. So you guys should check out her social media and music in the description box, and I promise it won't disappoint. That's a wrap on Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and stay tuned for more conversations with me.